0: Hey, green future growers. Welcome to season four. I'm your host, Jackie Marie Byer. I'm here to help you create, grow, and enjoy your own organic oasis. I hope you'll subscribe for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, and let's get growing welcome to the green organic garden it is friday february 18 2022 and i am super excited to bring you my guest today it's a little off topic as far as like we're not actually going to talk about gardening we are going to talk about something you can put in your compost pile and it's something i'm super passionate about because these guys have a replacement for those little cured plastic coffee cups that i'm sure you hate as much as i do because what do we do with them we just throw them away so here today to tell us about the amazing Steeped Coffee is Nate Appel. So welcome to the show, Nate.
1: Hello, great to be here.
0: Did I say your name right?
1: You did, yeah, yeah, you nailed it.
0: Oh, cool. Huh. <laughs> uh, all of a sudden there was like, is that apple? <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. right, right. <laughs> and where where are you at? What's your weather like today? I live in Northwest Montana, so we have snow and mostly ice.
1: Okay, yeah. So I'm I'm just a little bit a uh, little bit west. Uh, I'm up in uh, Washington State, uh, out Great. on the coast. And uh, usually it would be raining, but today it is quite beautiful. Partly cloudy, right. shaping up to be a nice day.
0: Sweet. So why don't you give us a little background about you, and then tell us how you got involved with Steep?
1: Yeah. So um, I uh, I work in marketing. I'm the marketing director for Steeped. Uh, and I came to that position, uh, I, had been working in startups for a little while in, uh, in around the Silicon Valley area, lived out in Santa Cruz, California. Um, and, uh, d- uh, took, um, from my, from my job before this, I took a little break, um, and decided to take a month or two to travel around the country, um, work on some photography and just mostly, you know, decompress from my last job. And while I was on that trip, you know, doing a lot of camping and spending a lot of time outdoors, um, a friend of mine started working for Steeped Coffee. uh, And he's like, hey, I have this coffee for you that's going to be perfect for your travels. Let me send some to you. Try it out. Um, Let me know what you think. So he did. And um, when I first got the coffee, I was like, oh, wow. You know, it's essentially coffee in a tea bag. You, You just put it in the cup, dip it in and dunk it, let it sit. Um, at first I was like, you know, this, this, th- this can't be incredible because it, if it was, it would have already been done before, you know, why hasn't this been done before? Right. Um, yeah.
0: And it is it incredible. It's so good. I never expected the quality. To oh, be that's fantastic. Anyway. Was. And I'm a pretty, I wouldn't say I am a coffee snob by any means. I mean, mm-hmm. main brand is holders, although I kind of tend to buy uh, this Walmart organic stuff that I've been finding. Oh, cool! But um, but I definitely like a darker coffee, and mm-hmm. I definitely drink a lot of coffee.
1: Yeah, yeah, and this uh,
0: totally met my standards. Abso- absolutely,
1: way. and 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 I had the same thought going in too. I, I I wasn't expecting much, but then I I was just totally blown away because not only was it just really good, but like from cup to cup, I, it was really easy to keep the flavor uh consistent. Um and you know, especially when I'm outdoors and you know, I don't want to waste time cleaning stuff up or rinsing stuff out. I had a French press before this, which was great, but um, but this was just so much faster and less cleanup. There's no cleanup really. You just you just throw away the bag when you're done with it. Um, but uh yeah, it 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 it's really makes great coffee. And the best part about it is that like inside the bag, there's there's no additives, there's no like Dehydrated instant coffee voodoo going on. It's just ground coffee inside the bag, so you know y- y- you're just steeping it, and the and the magic is actually in the filter um, to allow it to hold the grounds in the bag while it steeps. Um, it, you know, if, if you just try that with a regular tea bag, it's not going to work. The, the grounds are going to f- are going to fall out. Um, so uh, so yeah. I, uh, I tried the coffee and then, um, I started doing some photography for the brand and then one thing led to the other. And after that, I was back in Santa Cruz and, and working for steeped. Um, it was, it was really, it, it, it kind of just fell right in place. It was great.
0: So my listeners are wondering, I'm sure, or they know I'm going to ask this question. Nate, are you a rock star millennial born between 1980 and 1995? Are you younger than that, and like you're about <laughs> 10
1: I I am a millennial. Yes, I am a uh, <laughs> I'm a, a, a 1985
0: millennial. <laughs> awesome. I uh, I'm working on a book called Rock Star Millennial about the amazing. Um, I call you kids because my stepdaughters are both millennials that i interview because I feel like you guys are socially minded and you're hard workers and you have a bad rap. And and all the ones I talk to are some of the hardest working people I've ever met. I mean, they have like just incredible work ethics and they and they care about the environment. And that's one of the things I love about this product because I've worked so many places where those little cured coffee machines are and they just drive me crazy. And like Oh, yeah. I, I used did, I, the first time I made it, I put it in my automatic drip machine, just like in the little, you know, coffee filter thing that I have, and just poured the water through it, and that was mm-hmm. great, but then I wanted to try it the regular way, so I actually boiled water and put um, two bags in my Yeti mug, and just kind okay. them steep that way, and I set the timer for five minutes to make sure, and it was so good, it was way better than the Folgers that I have been drinking that morning, um and just uh, super easy and I love being able to do that you know in my mug because just put the lid on top and then I can't pour right. the cup out of that or I'm a very my listeners know, I'm a very mobile person so mm-hmm. having coffee to go for me is huge so to just be able to like boil that water and not have to worry about anything and just put the tea bag in my mug and head out the door yeah I mean, that is like it's it's so easy it's so dreamy and like all those those stupid cured coffee machines with those plastic I hate those things.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh um, that 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 was one of our um uh, our founder who kind of, you know, uh put all this together and um and did all the the initial experimentation and kind of kind of invented this. Um he, you know, he was the same way. He he was watching this single-serve coffee uh pod um wave kind of come up and he's like, "Man, like look at all the plastic, you know?" um it, it, every time there's just this plastic um shell that you have to discard and not only the plastic totally from the madding. from from the pods but also uh from the machines themselves you know th- those aren't recyclable either yeah. so um and cool. and 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 the pods have gotten so um out there that you know there's a lot of those machines out there um so you know, he looked at that. He's like, there, "There has to be a better way to have a simple cup of coffee, like a single, simple, mobile cup of coffee." Um, and yeah, this is this is what we came to. Uh, the best part about the our, the steeped brewing method is that everything from the you know the tab to the string to the filter to the to the bag that the filter is in, um, it's all different degrees of compostability. Um, so right now as far as our certifications go um, because of the outer packaging uh, it's considered commercially compostable so you need a, a controlled you know commercial compost composting environment and you know the only thing that makes that different than what you may have at home is that there's water and temperature being added to the to the mix um, in a consistent way um, our outer packaging it's not quite to the point where you can throw it in your home composting bin yet. Um, but that that is definitely a goal that 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 we're working towards. Um, it's not like it's going to contaminate anything. It's just not going to break down at a speed that's going to be um, that's going to match everything else that's in there. Um, but then as far as the inner filter, the grounds, the string, um, the, the tab. Um, that stuff, uh, you could actually put it in a home, a home composting environment and it's going to break down. So there's a little bit of a difference there. We're kind of working on both simultaneously, but, um, it's really exciting. Um, especially when you see people adopt this and, you know, people that have had pods, pod machines and whatnot, you know, they adopt this and pod machine sits. So, um, so it's, it's really exciting.
0: Cool. Well. What else do you want to tell us? Do you want to tell us about the founder?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so uh our founder is Josh Wilbur. Um and uh, you know, he, he's kind of like this uh this perpetual kind of tinker, thinker, um, you know, idea, strategy, kind of all wrapped up into one. Um, but uh, you know, he 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 looked at this as a when he, when he brought the steep brewing method forward, it it was like, okay, how do we not only do this as a company, but how do we, how do we can use this to contribute to the rest of the coffee industry? And how do we use this, um, this brewing method as a way to, to give back, you know, the things that we care about and that the company cares about, Um, you know, how do we um, do Essentially, business without compromise. So um, that's kind of one of our uh, central tenets of the company. Is uh, is it, basically we want to do business and we want to be profitable and want to be good, but we also want to give back um, and we also want to contribute to other causes that we care about. Um, so one of the big parts of the company is our Packs for Good program, um, where we partner with different nonprofits and um, allow them to essentially uh, get a kickback from our sales um, to, uh, to help them out as well um, on causes that we care about. So, um, you know, as, as far as that goes, that, that was a big kind of founding tenant of the company was that, okay, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna give back as well, not just, you know, look at the bottom line and profit and, and all that other stuff like, like we wanted to be um, to be to be active in in, in that role, um, we're a certified B Corp, um, which uh, we we were very early on, so that that's fantastic. That's a that's a benefit corporation. Um, so basically, our our giving mandate is written into the bylaws of our company, essentially. So it's it's about as far as you can go with with the giving tenant. So. Josh definitely felt that was super important very, very early on. Um, but then uh yeah, go, going forward, um, so it's not just the brewing method that that Josh has developed, it's also the packaging. Um, and this is this is the part where it gets really technical and, and really, you know, kind of interesting um in that all the research that he did in order to essentially create. compostable packaging Um, and also our packaging is less use it uses less material than most other compostable packagings. so not only do you have to look at will it break down in the whole you know sustainability compostability conversation but you have to look at is there how much material goes into it right so you ideally you'd like it to compost but also have as little initial material to compost as possible so that's kind of what he achieved with this packaging um with the thinness of it with the sealing of it with the way it breaks down um because it, it, it's a funny problem compostable packaging because it's it's essentially packaging that's um you know it's breaking down you know it's it's breaking down when you hold it but the trick is is to get it so that it lasts for the lifetime that it needs to protect the coffee. It needs to package the coffee. And then when it's in a certain environment, it, it, the break, the breakdown accelerates and it composts. So tricky problem. He got through all of it. Um, and uh, yeah, right, right now it's um, the, the goal I guess is to share this method with as many people as possible and not just, um, not just consumer customers, but also uh, we partner up with, um, gosh, we probably have over 300, 400 roasters now across the country that we work with, um, where we, they send us their coffee, we package it in the steep brewing method, Ooh. and then send it back to them. It's a co-branding um, opportunity for them. And it gives them an opportunity to participate in a method that's, um, you know, much more environmentally sound, much more sustainable, um, super easy, super convenient, um, but have their coffee in it. So they get to have a piece of that. And then they also get a method where it makes it really easy for them to sample out their coffee, um, to send single cup samples to people to, um, oh, sure. you know, and, and and to sort of participate in that in that single serve realm. So um, it's it's been really fun, like the collaboration part. And the giving back part of my job are, are my favorite, are my favorite parts by far for sure.
0: And I saw on your website, like, you also like, do you work with like hotels or something? Cause that's another place that you see like that plastic, you know, and like, they'll see if they have a coffee maker in the room and it comes with the little plastic coffee things.
1: And absolutely. It's, um,
0: it's working to replace those.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's funny that um, it's actually, it simplifies the the yep. in-room coffee process, not only for the person staying there, but also for the staff. Um, you won't believe how um, dirty the the pod machines can get after, yep. you know, that type of use, um, that type of heavy, you know, day in, day out, um, different people, um, and they're really hard to clean. Um, so with the steep brewing method, all you have is, you know, um, the pack the steep green pack yeah and and then water you know a, a hot water kettle um and then that and can like be used for the tea Airbnb
0: as well places could use it too Ab- like I just stayed at an Airbnb in Missoula and it was just like so heavenly to have the little coffee maker there but yeah. that would have been an even better solution like Airbnb might be somebody you should talk to about because imagine if they had like Airbnb coffee that they sent around to all the
1: absolutely so like all their
0: different hosts people could get it and they could get like their little name or something on there they could design a <laughs> yeah. little um and one of the reasons i switched to buying that organic coffee i was talking about it, at walmart mm-hmm. is because i did it in 20 was it 2018 i don't know like two years ago or maybe it's been four years now we quit recycling plastic you know whenever china stopped taking plastic in Montana, china oh, yeah. and i was just like i hate those red folder cans we have Like, my husband and I reuse them, and we use them for compost. We we reuse them as much as we can, but with two pretty heavy-duty coffee drinkers in our house, we go through a lot of coffee, and the other thing I hate about the Folgers things is, like, the bigger ones are more expensive, so you're forced to buy the smaller size container, and then, and so then I found this organic, supposedly organic coffee at Walmart that comes in, like, a... Plastic coated metal, I don't know, it seems like it's less environmentally hard on the, you know, at least it's not this big red plastic container, it's right, like, you know, it, folds up, it makes a little bit less room and supposedly it's organic coffee, so I've been buying that because it's 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 almost it's just a little bit more expensive than the Folgers but it's not like something that's like you know $10 a pound or $15 a pound which I can't afford but right, right. um anyway but then you know then i'm shopping at walmart <laughs> i live well, in montana and pretty much that's about all we have anymore
1: that's it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I live out on the coast here, a, here and, and that's what growing that's all we the have
0: school too i worked at we were teachers and we couldn't afford to shop at target so we had to shop at walmart and,
1: <laughs> that's
0: basically where it comes down to so anyway um so, those are the things we love about this. And coffee grounds are so good for your garden listeners. Um, oh, I yeah. I mentioned this so already. I mean, my husband always talks about the three big B's. If you're not going to save anything else, eggshells, banana peels, and coffee grounds, like those are huge um, for having your garden grow. And, like, when i in the classroom and I have a coffee maker, there's been a lot of classrooms where I've had a coffee maker right in my classroom, and there's always coffee left over there. Sometimes I'm like, why did they even bring my cup in? But I pour yeah. that right on my plants. Like I have never had a problem with plants not only thriving, but I never had a problem with them dying from the coffee grounds. Like right. I think they're really good, or just even the plain coffee. So in classrooms where I didn't have a sink, oftentimes that was the only liquid they got.
1: So- yeah, it, it, it's it's funny. We 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 say sometimes that uh, the biggest uh, the biggest consumer of coffee in America is the kitchen sink because you like everyone always has that that half a pot left I I used to always have that afternoon like three quarters of the pot that's left in there and it's burning and you just got pour it out Um, oh my
0: gosh when I go to New York my brother and my mom are both like how can you throw that out save that for tomorrow for ice or something and I'm just like nope nope (laughs) there's one thing like coffee wise it just doesn't do the same for me the next day, and mm-hmm. I'm going to make a pot of coffee the next day, and so I might as well just. Most days I drink at least a pot anyway. It's, I'm more often to like it's the second pot. So it's that's the what second I've been liking one. about these yep. <laughs> is that when I drink my first one, instead of trying to make a whole nother pot of coffee, I've been using up um using the ones that you guys sent me. So why don't we tell listeners about the different flavors and brands because there's more than the dark roast and the French roast and uh there was a decaf in there and and Mm -hmm. some other like breakfast blend, I think.
1: Yeah. So, uh, we have everything. Uh, it is, let's see, light, uh, medium, dark French and, uh, eventide, which is the decaf. So there's five, um, the, uh, the light roast is, it's kind of a classic light roast. It's very bright. Um, the light roast. Um, so this is tricky. Some, some people out there think that like, oh uh, the darker the roast the more the caffeine the lighter the roast the less the caffeine um that's actually not true um across the board oh, um really? and i won't okay. get into the, the the technicalities of of how that that all th- that can change basically but um generally speaking when you account for weight um and and there isn't a great way to just like you know, instantly measure caffeine levels and and they vary, um, uh, f- even within the same, uh, the same bean, uh, but, um, you know, lighter roasts can actually have more caffeine content than darker roasts. Um, so, uh, the, the light roast we have is, 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 it's, it's, it's you know, pretty, uh, pretty caffeinated, um, So you don't have to worry about that. Like, Oh, I'm drinking a light roast and this isn't going to do anything for me. If you're, if you're in it for the caffeine, um, this one definitely, you know, it's got a lot of caffeine in it, but it's, uh, it's, it's very bright. It's, it's, you know, really floral. I I like doing a light roast, like just to change it up every once in a while. Um, kind of, you know, not get stuck in the same, in the same roast all the time. Um, then we have our medium roast. Our our medium roast is our most popular, our, our California blend. Um, it is, it's just your your kind of your go-to. I'd call it pretty close to like, um, you know, what could be called like breakfast blend, I guess. Um, But it's right in the middle of the road. Um, It's, you know, uh, it's the one that I drink the most. And it's usually the one where if you don't know which roast you want, go for the medium, start with the medium, see how you like it. If If you like your coffee more, bold and flavorful and and darker than, you know, you go to the dark side. If you want to try a light roast, try it. I had actually never tried a light roast before I worked at steep. So, um, so that was really cool. Um, and that's the other cool thing about the method is that you don't have to commit to a whole, like, you know, uh, one pound bag of coffee. If you want to try something, you can just get the pack, you know, you can just buy a single pack, try it out, see, see what you like, keep going forward. Um, Then we have our dark roast, which is our Odyssey blend. Um, The dark roast is very full bodied. um, Obviously, you know, dark color, lots of boldness to it. Um, I do like that one maybe in the afternoon, maybe not evening, but like afternoon, like second cup or, you know, maybe that after lunch cup of coffee, the the dark roasts are really good. Um, And then we also have our uh, organic French roast um our breakwater blend um and that one is very popular that's probably our second most popular i would say um, it is usda organic um and it is one that you know super popular for those that are just like oh, i like my coffee black i want it as bold as possible um you know that that's that's the go-to for there Um, And then finally, we've got our decaf, our eventide decaf. Um, Decafs are really interesting. Uh, And this one is probably one of the best I've ever had. Um, And I don't drink a ton of decaffeinated coffee. But if you want all the flavor, like, like really, really good, deep coffee flavor, but no caffeine. This Eventide is the way to go. Um, it it it's decaffeinated using what they call a Swiss water process, um, which uh, just basically allows the coffee to decaffeinate, but it doesn't take away any of the any of that end flavor. So, if you've had decaffeinated coffee before and you've been disappointed, um, I would strongly recommend trying the Eventide decaf because I, I really think it's like the hidden gem um, uh, in in our entire lineup, as far as, um, compared to other decafs out there, I I really think it's a standout. Um, but yeah, we have those five blends and then we also work with a lot of roasters. Um, we, uh, we've partnered with uh, whole foods, um, whole foods has their own set of blends now available. Um, and let's see, uh, counterculture, uh, We've got um, just just a whole bit, like depending on where you're at in the country, we, we're probably partnered with a roaster nearby. Um, and a lot of them will have the packs, you know, right by the register as kind of a grab and go, um, or they'll have our retail boxes uh, displayed with the, and they come in packs of eight on those.
0: Do you want to tell listeners about some of the cool stuff you guys have on your website that they can buy? Like the coffee mugs and oh yeah. there like uh what was it that I saw? There was uh under gear. There's like electric kettles. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that jet boil thing is.
1: Yeah, so um I actually um out on the porch here, I actually just made my coffee this morning on my jet boil. Um so Yeah, we've, we've got a lot of, a lot of different items on the website. Um, So you've got the coffee and then you've got, you know, the gear to make the coffee. So, um, and there's not a lot required really. It's, it's just a method to heat your water. Um, You know, at home, I would say my favorite uh, kettle is the um, EKG uh, gooseneck electric kettle. Um, This thing's the single greatest little morning device I think I've ever bought um it, uh so it'll heat the water to an exact temperature um and about 205 to 207 is is perfect for steeped coffee um in tests that we've run we've actually found that uh the temperature of the water is probably one of the most important things um if you're not in the right temperature range you will uh the coffee won't extract uh in the time that that you have there, that 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 five to ten minutes that you have it in your cup, it's not going to extract as much if the water isn't hot enough. Um, if it's too hot, if you go, if you you know, if you just pour just straight boiling water in there, um, it tends to burn the coffee. Um, I, I've gotten a little bit of a harsh, some harsh flavors in certain roasts when when I when I use water that's too hot. So um, you know, two hundred five to two hundred seven. Um, If you don't have a a thermometer, that's just off boiling. So, you know, if I don't have a thermometer, like on the jet boil, I'll bring it up to boil, drop it off, let it sit for just a minute, and then I'll pour. And usually I'm pretty good there. Um, So we've got the EKG kettle, which um, great, you know, for at home or at the office to have a kettle there. Um, We've got our uh, mirror vacuum insulated mugs. And I'll tell you, if you're um, struggling with your coffee staying hot long enough through the day, um, you need one of these mugs. Because if I, if I make my cup of steeped coffee and then I put the, the lid on and I dip and dunk and I put the lid back on the mug, um, I could come back to an hour later and it's still going to be like, you know, almost burn my tongue hot in, in these mugs. They're, they really are amazing with how long they can keep. Uh, keep your coffee hot um and then finally
0: reached out to yeti because that's what my yeti mug is like like when i first like i got it from my bank account Mm -hmm. when i opened it got a car loan and i was like a mug are you guys serious no (laughs) idea like i will never they're amazing other way they are amazing they are totally like your coffee is hot. I live in Montana. My coffee can sit in my car for an hour and I will go back out and it will still be hot. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Yeah. If that would uh, make a huge, they would, they would be a good partner.
1: If, if anyone out there hasn't tried the the double walled insulated, you know, Yeti, Mir, um, all, you know, all the others, any of those. Go try it because it works. <laughs> it I was keeps thinking stuff
0: you guys' mugs look like they're like the same design.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we work with a company called Mir, um, which is uh, which is pretty similar to Yeti. Um, and like, you know, Corksicle. Um, th- there's a lot of them out there. Um, but the the idea that they all kind of employ to different degrees is this this double double wall vacuum insulated uh uh containers vessels mugs um you know you can't you can't put them in the dishwasher but uh but boy they do their job and they do it really really well so highly recommend those mugs um we also have diner mugs uh which you know if you've ever been to your favorite diner and wish you could have a few of those mugs in your in your cabinet um the heavy you know classic ceramic diver Mm -hmm. mugs Um, those are super popular. Those, those fly out people, people really, really enjoy those. Um, and then, uh, they
0: have cute little logos on them.
1: uh, Yeah. And and that's another fun part about the brand is, is that there, there's a lot of, there's this, you know, kind of theme with all the, uh, with all the artwork and, uh, the logos and we get to use them in fun places and yeah, it, it keeps it really interesting. Um, and then we have the, the, the jet boil system. So if, if you're on the go and you camp and you get out there and you know you want a method for heating water and making your coffee essentially anywhere, um, I would highly recommend the jet boil. Um, it's more than just a camping stove. Uh, this is a system where the, uh, the burner uh, fits inside. Everything that you need fits inside the jet boil canister um so it's it, it's very compact um you don't have to worry about losing little parts and stuff like that um you just need a can of um of uh iso uh, butane uh fuel um to to plug into it and fire it up and you're good to go um but th- the jet boil will boil water you know almost as fast as the time that it takes me to get the water I'll get the water going on boil I'll open up my steeped pack and I'll get it in my cup and I'll throw a little sugar in there and, you know, kind of get everything prepped. By the time I do that, water's boiling. Like it's good to go. It's, it's like, it's like, you know, a minute maybe on, on full speed. So, um, so that's really nice. I, I I tend to keep that in my backpack with a couple of um, packs of steeped um, just in a backpack that I keep in the car so that, you know uh, if I'm on the road, if I'm, if I'm doing meetings or, you know, I'm uh I'm going from place to place. Uh it's nice to show up somewhere, have a spare, you know, 20 minutes and just make yourself a cup of coffee. Um, you know, if, a
0: good quality cup of coffee. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and not not just something that's going to, you know, get you by. Like this is something that like you can enjoy. You can kind of, you know, we talk about taking your moment. Um, you know, that that moment with a cup of coffee, that moment of reflection, um, just to pause enjoy it um take it in and and then get going again without having to you know clean up afterwards or anything like that um that's that's kind of what this is about so uh so yeah it's uh it's super convenient keeps it keeps it very uh very mobile
0: (laughs) well i'm a mobile girl so it it works for me for sure um Well, anything that we haven't talked about that you wanted to share with us? I feel like we've hit a lot of things.
1: Oh, let's see. Well,
0: you guys need like some steep t-shirts with the little logo of the guy drinking his coffee. Is that like a guy underwater? Like,
1: yeah, the diver. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. A guy named uh, uh, Kevin Tudball in uh, Santa Cruz does all our art for us. And um, that's that's very akin to his style. Um, but, uh, we've, we've got the guy, we've got the diver, we've got the octopus. Um, we've got the otter otters, my favorite. Um, and, uh, we have, we have a bunch of others that are kind of just in the wings, sort of waiting for their, their right opportunity. Um, but yeah, as far as, uh, as far as steeped goes, um, Oh, the, the final thing about, about steep, that's really cool um you know you start thinking about this and like okay they're, they're grinding coffee they're putting it in these um in these filters steep brewing method and they're packaging it well how does the ground coffee stay fresh because you know i don't know if you've ever ground coffee and then let it sit for a long time but go stale you know um so what we do um to give the steep packs the maximum amount of shelf life and to to really give the experience when you open the pack it's it's like it smells like a fresh ground batch of coffee um, every time uh, is that we uh, we nitro flush and seal the packs so essentially when when the filters are manufactured with the coffee in them they immediately um, and everything's on a timeline to to keep the freshness um, as as high as possible Uh, but uh, they immediately get put into their packaging. And then instead of oxygen that's in there, they're puffed up with, with nitrogen, which uh, which then freezes the clock kind of on the aging process mm. of the coffee. Um, and, and it just makes for a super, super fresh experience. Um, shelf life is about uh, eight months on, on everything. So, um, you know, and even then, like I, you know, we we test expired coffee all the time because we're always looking for ways to elongate that um that that freshness time window. Mm-hmm. Um so you know, if you're a month or even two months out of expiration, um, the coffee's still good. The it, it doesn't go stale that quick. Um, so the the nitrogen really does that for us. And the best part about that is it's it's not like we're trucking in nitrogen tanks to do this we actually have a um, a generator uh, that 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 sucks it right out of the air and converts it um, separates it and then we use that nitrogen in uh, in our packs so it's it's a fully sustainable fully sustainable process one that I knew very little about before I worked at steep but one that I now appreciate a lot um, and uh, it, it, it keeps our packs you know fresh without having to, Revert to any kind of like freeze drying or other process that will um, that will alter the taste of the coffee in the end. So we we really try to approach the coffee in the you know in a, in a from a do no harm kind of um, direction because we we want the, co- the like when we're working with roasters um, they're very particular about how their coffee comes out in the end. So. What what how we approach it is that like, like we do not want to do anything to alter that flavor that they've worked so hard to get. Um, so our goal is to basically with the steeped brewing method to produce a cup that's the exact same taste as if you were to just take the beans, grind them up, put them in your French press, you know, make a French press. Like it, it'll be identical to, to to that method as far as the taste goes. So we're we're really trying to stay true um to uh to the freshness and to the initial taste intended by the roasters.
0: Well listeners, I hope you are gonna get out there and share this like amazing product with mm. your like favorite coffee roaster or they have great like little kits you can buy for friends for gifts you'll try it yourself like how do you uh like now can people buy this in the grocery store or can they only get it on your website?
1: Uh, Yes, we are available uh, in Whole Foods across the country um, under the the Whole Foods Market brand. Um, We are available in a lot of, uh, uh, you know, small independent grocers across the country. And uh, you can also just get it off our website, um, steepedcoffee.com. That's where you can get all the kits and the starter kits. And we also have a very, very good subscription program where you can uh, lock in the price of your coffee um, and get it delivered right to your door when, whenever, whenever you want it, cancel anytime, pause the subscription anytime. Um, and then finally, and we're all
0: super environmentally friendly packaging. It comes in. I love that. Yes. That's like the box and you don't have to worry about like plastic or peanut to get a throw away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're, we're always trying to improve that process too. It, it, it's a, it, it's a thing that that's developing not only for us as a company, how we approach it, but how the regulations um, on compostability and, you know, what can be called recyclable and all that stuff is handled. So we're very much on the the cutting edge of that stuff. And we're always trying to improve that footprint, reduce it, um, reduce the amount of material that we're using, um, increase the amount of uh, sustainable materials that we're using, and really um, try to maximize that on all fronts as far as, you know, no no harmful plastic waste going out there
0: sweet well listeners i'll tell you i get emails at least every day with people pitching me stuff i get stuff mailed to me all the time and like i only do interviews and bring people on with stuff that i feel like i would use that you would use that you would enjoy and i am honestly telling you this coffee is delicious so i hope uh if you're a coffee drinker out there you'll give it a try and um and support these guys and and get the get rid of those cured coffee. If you have people that you work with that use those cured things, you know, give them send them a steep package or get a steep package for your office and let the other people try it and see how good it is and see that we have an option out there.
1: Absolutely.
0: was there something you were going to say that like i interrupted you when i said that thing about the packaging
1: oh no you're 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 fine um i think what was i gonna say oh i was i I was was gonna say we were on amazon but no big deal
0: oh you are okay yeah i just got an email today from somebody who told me they're gonna come on i think and talk about how to shop um kind of like in a green fashion like how to check out oh
1: yeah amazon
0: that gets like a some kind. It's like some kind of like uh, what are those things called that come up in like your top of your website thing, and it like uh, I forget what you called it, but cookies. You know, you can. No, it's not a cookie. It's uh, like a extension. Uh,
1: oh, oh, oh! A browser extension.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and like it tells you if like the product is like fair trade. Or, oh like, yeah, like, some kind of cool. Grade. It's called finch.com I think, or something, and it gives okay. you some kind of like green rating. Yeah, so you know if your product, your it, it it it's like supposedly gonna enable you to shop on Amazon guilt free. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, and keep it as I, green as, know, as I, possible.
0: Yeah. So. I have a love-hate relationship with amazon i'm sure like anybody else (laughs) yeah just like i don't know how you can shop there and i'm just like you know whatever if you're rural
1: sometimes it's you know it's it's what you gotta do if you're out there yeah
0: ever since our local saw shop was like we don't sell malls anymore you need to drive 65 miles to calispell the chainsaw shop to get a mall to split firewood like yeah i was like are you kidding me and i went home and went right to amazon and Yep. ever since then we've kind of like we buy weed eaters from them and just about like i'm ready to buy a llama i mean it's just like everything you know anymore mm-hmm. yeah i mean i haven't been to the flathead since before christmas i sold christmas presents that need to go back and here it is almost the end of february right anyway, that's where i live though but um, <laughs> but even like my mom like the lady across the street from her and she lives on long island right in new york gets packages delivered every single day there oh yeah going to that woman's house so oh yeah um anyway Uh, So you can get this on Amazon. I was going to tell people to follow you guys on Instagram because you guys have a pretty cool looking Instagram feed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you guys got some neat pictures there and uh, of people traveling and just uh, enjoying your coffee and going different places and you know, being somebody who lives in Montana, who's, camp I mean, we are basically on the backside of Glacier National Park, um, oh, cool. and I used to, like my unintentional claim to fame is crossing the continental divide over 400 times, going Ooh. under the park, because um, I used to teach on an Indian reservation on the east side, and just, uh, I have certainly been in plenty of places where I have um, wanted a a camping style, like that stove thing you were talking about and yeah like the jet oil yeah the road and things like that so i definitely never go anywhere without wool socks and um hats and gloves and a headlight in my car all there's, year long
1: there's just some and there's so, there's just something when you're in those situations especially when it's cold where you have a hot cup of coffee man yeah. it just it just makes it oh. all better
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh totally i mean it's just like for me it was it's It's just, and it's such a delicious cup of coffee. I really mean that listeners. So thank you so much for sharing with us today, Nate, and just um, keep up with everything you're doing. And hopefully the next time you come, if you come camping, we could meet up and share a cup of coffee and just uh, take care of yourself.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here.
0: Oh, thanks. Well, you have a great day.
1: Yep, you too. Thank you.
0: Hey listeners, are you wondering how you can grow your own healthy and nutritious food with confidence? Have you been frustrated as a gardener? Does the thought of weeding make your back ache? Have you tried to grow a garden before and found you can't even keep a plant alive? Does the cost of organic produce in the store make you cringe, but the thought of bugs in your garden make your skin crawl? Well, we have the answer for you. Freegardencourse dot com. It is so easy. You enter your email. You will watch a video right there. You can get my organic oasis checklist, our essential tools checklist. It all shows up right on the thank you page. Freegardencourse dot com. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening and remember, grow local.